Entrepreneur on Fire 696. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. It's National Make-A-Will Month. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help, but they're not a law firm. Protect your family and future today. Visit LegalZoom.com, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. You know those really busy days when smart snacking isn't easy? With the convenience of NatureBox, it's always easy. And now you can try it for free. Visit NatureBox.com slash FIRE and get your free sampler box. Entrepreneurs near and far. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Aaron Walker. Aaron, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do this thing. <laughs> All right. Aaron started his first of eight businesses at 18 years old. He sold a Fortune 500 company at age 27 for well over a million dollars. He has grown other companies to levels that partners never dreamed possible. Aaron, now that we know a little bit about your business life, take a minute to give us some personal insights, and then we'll dive in. Thanks, John. I appreciate the invitation, first of all, to be on your show. Man, what an honor. Thanks. I'm married uh, to Robin, my wife of 34 years. I have two daughters, two son-in-laws. I have four beautiful grandchildren, two boys, two girls. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I came from a middle-class family, started working really early at 13, was really blessed over the course of my life to have successful businesses, eight plus. I don't know exactly how many, but it's been a neat ride. I've really enjoyed it. It's been fun. Wow. Well, I'm really looking forward to diving in to your journey, Aaron, and really kind of fleshing out these eight different businesses as we go through and which ones do remain relevant. But I mean, you know, talk about just like that perfect kind of Midwestern setup. And I can speak that, you know, having lived in Kansas and Kentucky for a number of years back in my military days, I know the Midwest well, but having those, you know, two kids with that got married and four grandchildren total, I mean, you are just kind of creating this really nice lifestyle. And, you know, it's come with a lot of hard work and it's come with a lot of sacrifice, all things that we're going to talk about throughout this interview. But before we dive into any of that, Aaron, we always start with a success quote. So take it away. You know, a lot of guys repeat quotes they've heard. My mom said something when I was a child and it's really stuck with me my entire life. It's been kind of my mantra, my entire personal life, as well as my business. And it's this, can't, couldn't do it, and could, did it all. And we weren't allowed to say, I can't do something. And so for that reason, it's really given me a lot of self-confidence. Uh, it's given me the ability to push through some very difficult things in days that were very bleak. It's given me the confidence to push on and push forward. Because I guess, right, if your mom says it, I guess it's true. So my mom <laughs> said, hey, you can do it, go for it. So can't, couldn't do it, could, did it all. I love that for so many reasons. And it's kind of like the nice kind of Midwestern say of, say, uh, way of saying that great Gandhi quote, you know, be the change that you want to see in the world. Like there's no reason why you can't go out there and do whatever you want to do. You know, by saying you can't do it, it's going to become a reality. But if you really believe that you want to be this change that you want to see in the world, you can get out there and do it all because could did it all. So I love that, Aaron. Let's kind of keep this theme going forward for this incredible interview we have lined up for Fire Nation. And that starts with a story. And Aaron, you have a lot of stories to choose from. 
both great successes and aha moments and failures, obstacles and challenges, however you want to phrase those different periods in your life. But I want you to choose a story, Aaron, and tell us a story of a time that you did fail or face this massive obstacle that you had to overcome because we want to learn from that and, and we want to hear the lessons that you learned. You know, I was really very fortunate early on. I started at 13 years old working in a local pawn shop. I didn't even know what a pawn shop was for two weeks. <laughs> the owner told me what it was, and I fell in love with that business, met a couple of guys that uh, had a lot of money. They were in the insurance industry. I went into partnerships with them at 18 years old. They trusted me to run a business. I owned a third of it at that time, later bought out one of the partners. Um, and when I was 27 years old, a company out of Fort Worth, Cash America, came to my business. I had built uh, four successful businesses at that time. They wanted to buy the business, and I didn't want to sell, quite honestly. I just built a new building, didn't want to sell. They made three or four passes at me trying to buy it. Finally, the last time, they said, well, if you were going to sell it, what would you take? And I priced it, and they didn't blink. They said, we'll take it. So that was a success story, but quite honestly, my most profound failure ran simultaneously with my biz biggest success. And let me explain what that means. If I had it to go over, I probably wouldn't have sold the business wow. at 27 years old. I look back now and think I wished I had had some trusted advisors that could have sat down and bounced off ideal situations with me and explained the benefit of selling and as well as keeping the business. I probably looking back now, I'm 54, soon to be, and I probably would have hired a competent manager. I could have made a lot more money than I even did selling it. It did give me a good start, but no one told me what would happen to me at 27 years old with plenty of money, plenty of time, and that's really a place for a disaster to happen if you're not careful because I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have a reason to get up each and every day. I had money, I had time, but I really didn't have a purpose to get up each and every day. So it wasn't a financial failure, but it was a failure in overlooking the possibilities that were ahead of me that I could have, you know, every day I'd get up, I'd go play golf, I'd fish, and everybody said, well, I'd like to have such a problem. Well, that's true, <laughs> but when you're an entrepreneur, that, that doesn't satisfy you. You've got to have something to do. You've got to have a reason to get out of the bed. You've got to have a purpose in mind. You've got to have goals. You've got to have something to work for. So I was 27 years old, and there I was playing golf with 60-year-old guys every day. And that's not any fun either. Uh, you know, they're uh, actually beating me. But uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. But, you know, I was getting in the bed in the middle of the day, which was really, really not my character. I gained 50 pounds. Uh, my wife soon told me, she goes, you've got to go do something else, which I did. I bought another business and got going. But I guess my failure was not really thinking through the long-term effects of being so young and having a successful business. And I really needed trusted advisors. So I would suggest anyone in the same situation have someone that you can bounce these things off and get really good advice and counsel. Now, Aaron, I have no doubt that a lot of people that are listening right now, Fire Nation, near and far, are saying, 
yeah, I love to have such a failure myself. Like, what do I do with all this time and money? But the reality is I can resonate with that in a major way as well because you were 27 when that happens. Now, for me, I was 26. Now, I didn't like sell a business for boatloads of money, but I did um, finish my four years of active duty service as an officer in the U.S. Army at 26 with plenty of money in the bank where I didn't have to work for a number of years. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to enjoy life now. And pretty soon I also realized, man, I kind of am not feeling this happiness I expect to when I release was released from the military. I'm not kind of feeling this joy. I, I don't seem to have this purpose every day. I have no reason to get out of bed in the morning. I felt so disconnected from society. And this is kind of something I want to talk about right now, Aaron. I know that you love dialogue, so let's kind of go back and forth about this. You know, one of my favorite quotes is from Earl Nightingale, who said, success and happiness is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. Now, let's kind of break this down real quick because what both you and I ran into was that we realized a pretty awesome ideal. You know, we were both in our mid-20s with with money, with no debt, with very few responsibilities. We realized that. Like, yay, success, but then why weren't we happy? Mm-hmm. Well, we weren't gradually realizing a worthy ideal. We were just really doing nothing. So it's that gradual realizing that working day in and day out towards not just an ideal, Aaron, but a worthy ideal. What are your thoughts on that? I absolutely agree. I also believe and know now that when your identity is placed in something tangible, that is never going to be filled, ever. You will never be happy. You know, a lot of people think that Happiness is a trait, and it's really not a trait. It's a choice. And so a lot of the times we look for tangible things to fill that void. Once you get it, you find out really that doesn't make you any happier than you were. It gives you other options. I don't ever want to dismiss money. I like money. I like to make money. (laughs) I think it can do some cool things for us. But what happened with me is it was pretty selfish, honestly. I thought, well, I've got enough for myself now and for my family. But I wasn't looking at the broader picture. I wasn't looking at all the things that I could do for others. And I think we have special gifts and talents that we're given. Some people, their gift is to make money. Some people's gifts are different. Mine was making money, obviously. I did it at an early age. But also it was encouragement and empowering others. And to quit, it was pretty self-centered. It was really all about myself rather than others. And so now my perspective has become more about others than myself. Mm. So the gradual realization, there's a reason for that saying, I think. I think it's because it gives, there's maturity that comes with that. And I was relatively immature with that much money and that much time. And so I think the reason for the gradual uh, is for the maturity. No, I love that. And Aaron, before we move on, I just have to plead a little ignorance, and I'm also very interested. Um, I just don't really know much about pawn shops. Like, I know that there's some great reality TV shows out there that they're, you know, people... I wished I'd have thought of that. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> right. Those guys have done great. You know, the, the stigma of pawn business is not good. It's the guy with the visor and the cigar and the cloudy. Well, that's that's not the case at all. We had very nice stores. They were large stores. They were 10, 15,000 square feet. You know, we had 15 employees. We were writing 100-plus loans a day. I mean, we have big operations, very clean. We had the best diamond selection, Rolex watches, whatever you wanted, we had it. It was a very, very nice store. 
people need money that can't necessarily go to the bank and the pawn shops for thousands of years have been in existence. And it's a service to a certain segment of the population that need that. Uh, yes, they do make money. They do well. But it's also a great place to buy things. And a little later in the story, I'll tell a little bit more about uh, that as well. Cool. And of course, you're taking on risk as a pawn shop as well. You can't just go in there blind to business savvy and expect to do well. And that's really interesting. So thanks for that perspective. I know Fire Nation appreciates that as well. And let's just break it down, Aaron. You know, we talked about really how important it is to be relevant in this world, to have a purpose, to have a meaning that you're striving towards, not that you're arriving at. Again, if you're arriving at some place, push that bar another mile down the road because you want to be continuing to gradually realizing that. So that's kind of my major takeaway from that moment in your life in your mid-20s where you hit that kind of struggle. What would be the one takeaway that you want Fire Nation to walk away with from that story in your life? Well, I would just say carefully think through every aspect of your decision. Is it going to be a good long-term situation for your family, for you, for others, for the employees. Uh, I would just not see the dollars, and I wouldn't work just for the dollars. And I would really take, uh, I would take more time in making the decision. I made that uh, decision over just a few short months because the dollars got in the way of clarity. So I guess that I would look more at every avenue uh, outside of just the money, but I would look at uh, what it's going to do for you long term. No, and I love that theme you brought up as well about the importance of having a mentor and how you wish that you had that mentor that could have given you another perspective than just seeing those seven plus figures that were being offered to you at 27 years old. And that's why the first step that I took with Entrepreneur on Fire at 32 years old was to get a mentor because of all the mistakes I had made in my late 20s and early 30s without one. And then, of course, joining that mastermind of like-minded entrepreneurs who are going through similar struggles challenges, as well as successes as I was, was very valuable too. You know, soon after that, one of the key things that I did was join a mastermind group. I've now been in mastermind groups for over 20 years. Uh, It's been absolutely the best thing of my life because I have trusted people that don't have an agenda. They have my best interest at heart. We talk on a weekly basis. We meet on a weekly basis. And I've been involved in groups since then because I see the value of it. And a lot of the times, the things that I see, I don't have the experience or the lens by which to view that. And these older gentlemen that are in the group, some of them are older, some are younger, uh, they have different perspectives. And so I think that there's great wisdom in the counsel of the multitudes. So I think it's really important that we have men in our lives that we can bounce things off of. Wisdom in the counsel of the multitudes. I love that, Aaron. (laughs) I'm going to use that. Um, for Entrepreneur on Fire down the road, if you don't mind. But I couldn't agree more in myself every Wednesday for an hour. I'm on a three-way Google Hangout with Rick Mulready and Greg Hickman, two good friends, but mastermind partners first and foremost. You know, we're here to build each other's businesses, to support each other and give outside perspectives. So Fire Nation, get that mastermind sooner than later. And Aaron, I'd love to talk to you now about another story, and this one's going to be on the other end of the spectrum, which is an aha moment, a light bulb that's gone off at some point in your journey. So Aaron, take us to that story and tell us that moment in time and the steps you took, Aaron, to turn that idea into success. 
Okay, well, I have to back up a little bit and give you a little more information sure. to tell you my aha moment. Back in the mid-90s, I met a guy that was on a radio station. Some of you guys have heard of Dave Ramsey. Dave was on one radio station in Nashville. Uh, he came to my store, and he had just started. Literally, he had just started his business, and I had just built a new store. And I met Dave at a place called Luby's Cafeteria, speaking to the Chamber of Commerce, 25 people. I was at that meeting, and invited Dave up to see my store. And he said, man, I love this store. I want you to uh, advertise with me. And I said, well, who are you? And he said, well, I've got a show called The Money Game. And uh, he says, as a matter of fact, I'll give you a week's advertising if you'll try me. And I said, no, I'm not interested, not interested. Thank you. And he kept on. And finally, I said, well, what have I got to lose? He's going to give me a week. So <laughs> I might as well try it. Three days into his show, I called him up and I said, I really don't know who you are. And I really don't understand this platform completely, but I'll sign that annual contract. His show was amazing. The people locally here in Nashville, they flocked to my store. It was incredible. So out of that came a really long friendship. Dave and I have been friends now since uh, early 90s. And we were he's in my mastermind group together with me and a couple other guys. And so I've been kind of under Dave's leadership. Well, Dave asked Robin and I to go to Amelia Island with he and Sharon to a conference where a guy named Bob Buford was speaking. And Bob is the author of a book called Halftime. And Dave said, you really need to go hear this guy and you need to understand what his message is. And um, so I didn't even know who he was. I hadn't heard of him. So I went down there with Dave and Sharon and Robin and we enjoyed, you know, vacation at Amelia Island. I went and heard this guy speak and just fell in love with him. And then I bought his book and I came home and read his book and the basic premise of his book is turning your life from success to significance. And it really resonated with me because I had been successful early on and was doing quite well at that time. And I said, there's got to be more to this than just simply success financially. And I started investigating more about significance and what that really meant to me. Well, my aha moment was understanding the value of relationships and if Fire Nation doesn't hear anything from me but this today, I would say that relationships are invaluable. It's immeasurable what relationships will do for you personally as well as your business. And so I started running my businesses from that point on being significant versus successful. And ironically, they became more successful the more I poured myself into significance. And so the aha moment was, this is not just true relationally, personally, it applies to business because who are we dealing with? We're dealing with people. And so I was going through a really kind of a strange, not a midlife crisis, but I was going through a tough time in my life trying to figure out what my long-term purpose was going to be. And it came to me through that book and through that conference that uh, relationships are what we're all about. It's the things that we should cherish the most. It's the absolute key to a purposeful living. Uh, you know, my dad died in 06, and I remember standing at the casket at his funeral, and for six and a half hours, there was a line of people to the parking lot, literally outside around the building. For six and a half hours, I stood there and greeted people. My dad probably never made over $15,000 a year in his life, but grown men standing there telling me what a difference my dad had made in their life. And it resonated again with me. It's all relationships. Not one person said he had a nice boat, lived in a nice house. They all said what a great 
father you had because of the time he invested in me. And so it's the relationships has been key. Wow. I mean, Fire Nation, absorb this success to significance. And then as Aaron is saying, the value of relationships. And Aaron, so often I get asked by people and they say, John, like, what is the underlying reason for the success of Entrepreneur on Fire? Like, how did you grow to become one of the top business podcasts to occasionally challenge Dave Ramsey for the number one spot? Like, how are you awarded Best of iTunes in 2013? Like, how have you built a seven-figure business? And my response, Aaron, is always the relationships that I've built with the 600 and now 96 entrepreneurs that I've interviewed one-on-one, had conversations like this, that is the foundation of the success of Entrepreneur on Fire, nothing else. And I didn't understand this power when I first started, Aaron, but I understand this power now. And to hear somebody like yourself share that, you know, really is powerful to me. And that's my major takeaway. So, Let's just sum it up in just maybe one or two sentences for Fire Nation. What would you want us to walk away with? You kind of made that point. You know, if there's one thing you hear me say, make it be this. Break that down, Aaron. Yeah, I would say invest the majority of your time not on social media, but in personal relationships. Those guys face-to-face at lunch. I go to lunch three or four days a week with different people. I call people on a regular basis when I don't need anything. I just call them to check on them, to say, hello, how are you? You know, because a lot of the times I think about this. I told a guy the other day, I said, every time your phone rings and you look at that screen and John Dumas' name is on that dial, something comes to your mind, whether it's excitement, the guy's encouraging, he sucks the life out of me. Something comes to your mind. Well, what goes through their mind when your name pops up Ooh. on their dial? And so I want mine to be empowering, encouraging, exciting. And the only way you can do that is through building relationships. Love it. So Aaron, let's take about 60 seconds here and just really do a deep dive into a moment in your life that you would consider your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Yeah, this was kind of fun. It was when I was about 25 years old. When I went into the pawn shop business, I was the only Christian in the pawn shop business. Jewish community kind of dominates that and did here in Nashville. And I was raised kind of in that environment. And they kind of ostracized me. They said, you're going to ruin this business. You don't know anything about it. You're 18 years old. And I said, listen, I'm out for you guys. I'm here for you. Even then, I would go and see them, talk to them, encourage them, tell them I was for them. And uh, when I was 25 years old, they voted me president of their association. So I thought, you know what? I took an obstacle and turned a success into it. And it was simply because I was willing to invest the time to let them know I really cared about them. I wanted them to do good. I was who I said I was. I did what I said. And they voted me president of their association of the state of Tennessee. (laughs) And so for me, that was a pretty proud moment um, in in my entrepreneurial life. I love that. And Aaron... You just continue to evolve as an entrepreneur and as a human being. It's just so exciting, you know, for me to kind of look to you and say, you know, in in 20 years from now, you know, I can have this mentality like Aaron Walker still where I'm, you know, looking for that next thing, looking to take success and turn it into significance and still have these powerful relationships. And that really excites me. And I know it excites Fire Nation that they can do this, you know, at any stage in their journey. It just takes 
makes that decision to be made. So Aaron, let's bring things to today and let's talk about Aaron Walker right now. What's the one thing that has you most fired up? You know, I'm really, really excited about what I'm doing now. Several years ago, I went on and bought a construction company, and, you know, we took it from one or two houses a year to number one builder in Middle Tennessee, three consecutive years, multi-million dollars a year in business. That was fun for seven or eight years, and I decided to retire. And my friend Dan Miller uh, is also in my mastermind group, along with Dave Ramsey and another guy named Ken Abraham. They're all uh, Fortune 500 um, excuse me, they're uh, New York Times bestsellers. Ken's got over 100 books in print. And they all encouraged me. They said, with your experience in business for 36 years and you've been married 34 years and you've got a lot of experience, you need to coach. Dan Miller was a real proponent into be, becoming a coach. So I started a company called View from the Top. And I'm writing a book called The Eagle's View. And it's about my time with 10 highly successful men for more than a decade. I'm coaching men one-on-one. I'm really enjoying that. I do life and business coaching. I do it on a regular basis each and every week. It helps men to transform their lives or their business into something that they really never dreamed possible. They never thought they could do it. I just help them see opportunity. I offer a lot of challenges. I offer a lot of support with accountability. I help them structure plans that they can reach their goals and they become a reality rather than just a dream. So, you know, we do um, individual coaching. We do group coaching. Um, And as I've already said earlier, the mastermind groups was really important to me. So I have started a number of mastermind groups that I'm opening to a few select men who really want to go for it. I don't want guys that just want to sit on the fence. I want guys that really want to go for it, that really want to be held accountable, guys that really want to go deep, guys that really want to do life the way they're supposed to do it. And so we've opened up some mastermind groups for that, at which I'm the host and interact with these guys. It's a lot of fun. You know, on my website, there's an application to join these uh, mastermind groups for one-on-one coaching. And that's what I'm doing today. And it's just been an absolute blast. Wow. I just have to shake my head in awe, Aaron, when like I hear the names of the people that are in your inner circle mastermind. I mean, Dave Ramsey, Dan Miller, who I consider a friend and a mentor of sorts. I've been able to reach out to him a number of times and have conversations with him about the direction that I'm taking Entrepreneur on Fire. He's been a guest twice now, and I just love meeting up with him and hanging out with him at different conferences where we're both speaking. So just an incredible mastermind that you surround yourself with, and now you're taking you know, that incredibleness and you're replicating it for others. So I tip my hat to you, Aaron. Thank you. And Aaron, we're about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Two words, Fire Nation, free snacks. Yes, I'm going to give you the chance to get free snacks. So drop the candy bar, drop the potato chips. They're not good for you. Do what I do. Get natural, delicious snacks at naturebox.com. Naturebox gives me hundreds of snacks, and I mean delicious snacks, and I don't feel guilty about eating them because they're better for me. They have zero artificial ingredients, zero trans fat, and zero high fructose corn syrup. You'll even find snacks that are low in sugar without the gluten. So in the afternoon slump when I'm hungry, here's what I do. I grab peanut butter nom noms from Nature Box or baked sweet potato fries or dark cocoa almonds. 
So good, but so good for you. And now I want to give you the chance to try NatureBox for free with a sampler box featuring five of their most popular snacks. You heard me, free snacks. To start your free trial, go to naturebox.com slash fire and get a free sample box of delicious snacks today. When you're planning your future, you do financial planning. You get insurance. But to get real peace of mind, you got to make sure your family and finances are legally protected. So where do you turn for legal help you can trust? LegalZoom.com. For over 13 years, they've been helping Americans get personalized wills, powers of attorney, and living trusts. LegalZoom also helps file LLCs, S-corporations, and more to protect you against personal liability. The company was started by some of the best legal minds in the country, and they make it painless for you to get the legal protection that you need. Have questions? You can always reach out to someone at LegalZoom, and they'll talk you through the process. You can get legal help through independent attorneys and self-help services at your direction, but they're not a law firm. For special savings, be sure to enter FIRE at the referral box at checkout. Go to LegalZoom.com slash FIRE today to protect your business and control your family's future. Aaron, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds like a good plan. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, I can't say I was ever held back. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 13, so nothing was holding me back. (laughs) What is the best advice, Aaron? And you've gotten some amazing advice, but what was the best advice you've ever received? You know, I always heard if you're one step ahead, you're a leader. If you're two steps ahead, you're a martyr. And so be careful how you lead. And I've always said that if you'll do what you promise and when possible, do more, you'll be successful. Wow. Love that. Share one of your personal habits, Aaron, that you believe contributes to your success. You know, two things, I guess. I get up really early. I'm up 5, 5.30 every morning, uh, start the day. And to go back to my mantra, I never say I can't. I always think I can. And so I go for it. Love it. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? I do. I have two, actually. One is 99designs, and the other one is Microburst. I know they compete, but those guys are great. (laughs) I use them all the time. It's good to have uh, some competition in there. It drives prices down for us, the end consumer. And of course, uh, I'm a little partial to 99designs. If you go to 99designs.com slash fire, you can get a $99 power pack for free. In Fire Nation, you can find the links to both of these resources and everything we've been chatting about at eofire.com dot com slash Aaron Walker. Aaron, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Well, first and foremost, I'm a Christ follower. I'm a believer. So the Bible has to be my number one book. It's got all answers for life and business questions. The second one is a classic. It's by Dale Carnegie, and it's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Love that book. And Fire Nation, that's also an amazing audiobook. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Aaron, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, I feel like we were not created to be alone. 
in any regard, the first thing I would do is find my wife, Robin. She's been my biggest fan, my biggest cheerleader, my best advocate for 35 years. So first and foremost, I would find her. The second thing I would do is I would start searching for meaningful relationships with men that I could trust. And out of that, I would find my purpose and meaning. And later on, the dollars would soon follow. Absolutely. And Aaron, you have simply rocked Fire Nation today. And let's end truly on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find and connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. Thanks, John. I appreciate that. I'm going to take my time to share the last thing with I want to do something really cool for Fire Nation. I want you to have your own personal view from the top. And I'm going to give away a week for two people at the Lodge at Big Sky in Montana. What? All you have to do is go to my website. We've created a page just for Fire Nation. It's viewfromthetop.com forward slash Fire Nation. We're going to open it up. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to hire me. You don't have to do anything. If you're a Fire Nation listener, you just go on the site, register. In two weeks, we're going to have a drawing at random, and we're going to send somebody to lodge at Big Sky in Montana so you can have your own view from the top. Feel free to reach out to me anytime also at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at viewfromthetop.com. I would love to talk to you, help work you through any problems that you might have, answer any questions. But first, get on there and register for this drawing because somebody (laughs) at no cost is going to the lodge at Big Sky in Montana. That's so cool, Aaron. I just love how you are just giving, giving, giving value, going from success to significance in Fire Nation. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Aaron and myself today. So keep up the heat. And speaking of keeping up the heat, viewfromthetop.com slash Fire Nation is burning up right now. So Aaron, I just want Fire Nation to know they can also go to eofire.com and just type Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, and the show notes page will pop right up with all these links, your email address, the special link for the Big Sky drawing for Fire Nation, as well as your book recommendations, your resource recommendations. It's all there. And Aaron, thank you for simply igniting the airwaves today. Thanks, John. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Fire Nation, are you worried you'll never find the right platform to create your own website? I know, searching for the best designs, a user-friendly interface, and top-notch support is tough. But with Squarespace, you'll get all these things. Their support team is even available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your professional website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com, use offer code FIRE. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 